Hi guys, so welcome to my podcast. Today I'll be reciting to you Steve Jobs' commencement address at Stanford. So here it goes. I am honored to be with you at your commencement from one of the finest universities in the world. I never graduated from college. Truth be told, this is the closest I have ever gotten to a college graduation. Today I want to tell you three stories from my life. That's it. No big deal. Just three stories. So, the first story is about connecting the dots. I dropped out of Reed College after the first 6 months but then stayed around as a dropout for another 18 months or so before I really quit. So, why did I drop out? It started before I was born. My biological mother was a young unwed college graduate student and she decided to put me up for adoption she felt very strongly that i should be adopted by college graduates so everything was all set for me to be adopted at birth by a lawyer and his wife so my parents over on a waiting list got a call in the middle of the night asking we have an unexpected baby boy do we want him they said Of course my biological mother later found out that my mother had never graduated from college and my father had never graduated from high school she refused to sign the final adoption papers she only relented a few months later when my parents promised that i would someday go to college and 17 years later i did go to college but i naively chose a college that was almost as expensive as stanford and all my working class parents savings uh, was being spent on my college tuition i had no idea what i wanted to do with my life and no idea how college was going to help me figure it out and here i was spending all my money my parents had saved their entire life so i decided to drop out and trust that it would all work out okay It was pretty scary at that time but looking back it was one of the best decisions i ever made the minute i dropped out i could stop talk taking the required classes that did interest me and began dropping in on the ones that looked interesting it wasn't all romantic i didn't have a dorm room so i slept on floors in friends room i returned coke bottles for the 5 cents deposits to buy food with and i would walk the 7 miles across town every sunday night to get one good meal a week at the hare krishna temple i loved it and much of what i stumbled into by following my curiosity and intuition turned out to be priceless later on let me give you one example reed college at that time offered perhaps the best calligraphy instruction in the country throughout the campus every poster every label on every drawer was beautifully hand calligraphed because i had dropped out and didn't have to take the normal classes i decided to take a calligraphy class to learn how to do this i learned all about serif and sans serif typefaces about the varying amount of space between different letters letter combinations about what makes great typography great it was beautiful historical artistically subtle 
in a way that science can't capture and they found it fascinating none of this even had a even a hope none of this had even a hope of any practical application in my life but 10 years later when we were designing the first macintosh computer it all came back to me and we designed it all into the mac the it was the first computer with beautiful typography if i had never dropped out in that single course in college the mac would have never had multiple typefaces or proportionally spaced fonts and since windows just copied the mac it's likely no personal computer would have them if i had never dropped out i would have never dropped in on this calligraphy class and personal computers might not have the wonderful typography that they do of course it was impossible to connect the dots looking forward when i was in college but it was very clear looking backward 10 years later again you can't connect the dots looking forward you can only connect them looking backward so you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in the future you have to trust in something your gut destiny life karma whatever this approach has never let me down and it has made all the difference in my life my second story is about love and loss i was lucky i found what i love to do early in life was and i started apple in my parents garage when i was 20 we worked hard and in 10 years apple had grown from just the two of us in a garage into a 2 billion dollar company with over 4000 employees we had just released our finest creation the macintosh a year earlier and i had just turned 30 and then i got fired how can you get fired from a company that company you started well as apple grew we hired someone who i thought was very talented to run the company with me and for the first year or so things went well but then our visions of the future began to diverge and eventually we had a falling out when we did our board of directors sided with him so at 30 i was out and very publicly out what had been the focus of my entire adult life was gone and it was devastating i really didn't know what to do for a few months i felt that i had let the previous generation of entrepreneurs down that i had dropped the baton as it was being passed to me i met with david packard and bob noise and tried to apologize for screwing up so badly i was a very public failure and even i thought about running away from the valley but something slowly began to dawn on me i still loved what i did the turn of events at apple had not changed that one bit i had been rejected but i was still in love and so i decided to start over i didn't see it then but it turned out that getting fired from apple was the best thing that could have ever happened to me the heaviness of being successful was replaced by the lightness of being a beginner again less sure about everything it freed me to enter one of the most creative periods of my life during the next 5 years i started a company named next another company named pixar and fell in love with an amazing woman who would become my wife pixar went on to create world's first computer animated feature film toy story and is now the most successful animation studio in the world
in a remarkable turn of events apple bought next i return to apple and the technology be developed at next is at heart of apple's current renaissance and lorin and i have wonderful family together i'm pretty sure none of this would have happened if i hadn't been fired from apple it was awful tasting my decision but i guess the patient needed it sometimes life hits you in the head with a brick don't lose faith i'm convinced that only one thing that kept me going was that i love what i did you have got to find what you love and that is as true as for your work as it for your lovers your work is going to fill a large part of your life and the only way to be truly satisfied is to do what you believe is great work and the only way to do great work is to love what you do if you haven't found it yet keep looking don't settle as with all matters to of the heart you'll know when you find it and like any great relationship it just get better and better as the years roll on so keep looking until you find it don't settle my third story is about that when i was 17 i read a quote that when something like if you live each day as if it were your was your last someday you will be more certainly right it made an impression on me and since then for the past 33 years i have looked in the mirror every morning and asked myself if today were the last day of my life would i want to do what i am about to do today and whenever the answer has been no for too many days in a row i know i need to change something remembering that i'll be dead soon is the most important tool i have ever encountered to help me make the big choices in life because almost everything all external expectations all pride all fear of embarrassment or failure these things just fall away in the face of death leaving only what is truly important remembering that you are going to die is the best way i know to avoid the trap of thinking you have something to lose you have already you are already naked there is no reason not to follow your heart about a year ago i was diagnosed with cancer i had a scan at 7:30 in the morning and it is it clearly showed a tumor on my pancreas i didn't even know what a pancreas was the doctors told me this was almost certainly a type of cancer that is incurable and that i should expect to live no long, longer than 3 to 6 months my doctor advised me to go home and get my affairs in order which is doctor's code for prepare to die it means to try to tell your kids everything you thought you have the next 10 years to tell them in just a few months it means to make sure everything is buttoned up so that it will be as easy as possible for a family it means to say your goodbyes i lived with that diagnosis all day later that evening i had a biopsy where they stuck an endoscope down my throat through my stomach and into my intestines put a needle into my pancreas and got a few cells from the tumor i was sedated but my wife who was there told me that when they viewed the cells under a microscope the doctor started crying 
because it turned out to be a very rare form of pancreatic cancer that is curable with surgery. I had the surgery and I am fine now. This was the closest I have been to facing death and I hope it's the closest I get for a few more decades. Having lived through it, I can now say this to you with a bit more certainty than when death was a useful but purely intellectual concept. No one wants to die. Even people who want to go to heaven don't want to die to get there. And yet, that is the destination we all share. No one has ever escaped it. And as, and that is as it should be. Because that is very likely the single best invention of life. It is life's change agent. It clears out the old to make way for the new. Right now, the new is you. But someday, not too long from now, you will gradually become the old and be cleared away. Sorry to be dramatic, but it is quite true. Your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living living with the results of other people's thinking. Don't let the noise of others' opinion drown out your inner own inner voice. And most important, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. Everything else is secondary. When I was young, there was an amazing publication called The Whole Earth Catalog, which was one of the Bibles of my generation. It was created by a fellow named Stuart Brand, not far from here, in Menlo Park, and he brought it to life with his poetic touch. This was in the late 1960s, before personal computers and desktop publishing. So it was all made with typewriters, scissors and Polaroid cameras. It was sort of like Google in a paperback form, 35 years before Google came along. It was idealistic and overflowing with neat tools and great notions. Stewart and his team put out several issues of the whole Earth catalog. And then, when it had run its course, they put out a final issue. It was the mid-1970s and I was your age. On the back cover of the final issue was a photograph of an early morning country road. The kind you might find yourself hitchhiking on if you were so adventurous. Beneath it were the words, stay hungry, stay foolish. It was their farewell message as they signed off, stay hungry, stay foolish. And I have always wished that for myself. And now, as you graduate to begin anew, I wish that for you. Stay hungry, stay foolish. Thank you all very much. Hey, so that was it for the first recitation. Do let me know how you felt about it to give your suggestions. Also, I would like to um, request you to uh, share with me, uh, share with me like uh, names of some influential people who you like, uh, whose speeches you like. So maybe I can include their speeches in the next, in the coming podcasts. 
सो या दैट वॉज इट सो या आई सी यू इन द नेक्स्ट पॉडकास्ट बाय बाय